tap it in. Just tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a roof. All right, we're live for the U.S. Open preview. Coming off four of the last five major winners. Are we due for a letdown here? We're going to get another one. No, we're getting all four this year, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, what'd you make of the Canadian Open? I knew we were in trouble uh, pretty much on Thursday. I was like, yep, we picked the wrong players. This is not going to minus 25. And that led me to live bet Tommy Fleetwood at 22 to 1. We probably should have tweeted it, but uh, I don't know. Life got in the way. So I was kind of doing a bunch of shit and I just forgot to tweet it. Yep. Then I also piloted him and Connors with Scotty to win the U.S. Open. So that was a rough playoff. Actually, you know what was worse was the fucking 18 in regulation. Yeah, I should have birdied that. Um, yeah, I mean, I was a little bummed about about potentially missing that Tommy went after. I've been chasing him for a while, chasing him all year. Uh, but it was a good finish. The Canadian wins. I mean, that was pretty cool. Um, but Tommy, man, I mean, he should have won that thing a couple times. Right. Yeah, he let he. I, I don't he had, know if he had what three putts to win in different yeah during the playoff all like then, 12 footers too and then 18 taking the iron off which whatever if you're going to take an iron but you can't put yourself 218 give yourself 270 something in like why can't you hit an iron 250 like taylor's taking the hybrid every time yeah well, what, what kind of iron is he hitting five iron i have no idea what the one that went 220 i have no idea i mean it had to be a five ironer Probably like a six eye. Yeah. Strange. It was a strange decision. What was um, he worried about? He was like literally 50 yards behind Taylor. I know. And Taylor just creeped into the first cut. The hole was, I didn't like that hole very much for a playoff. I don't think it was, for, it was a good hole. That hole is atrocious. Yeah. Not even just for a playoff, before a playoff. Oh, I'm so out on par five playoff holes. Me too. I hate par three playoff holes. I didn't get why they went to that one. Why, why can't they just go to, I don't know. Why can't they just play 16, 17, 18? Yeah, they should do something different. Yeah, it wasn't a good playoff rotation. Um, but, you know, it, picks weren't great, but not to make excuses, but we didn't know shit about the course. Everyone with information on the course said it was going to be 25 under. Everyone says it's going to be a wedge fest. And those things didn't really come to fruition. So if I thought the winner was going to be 16 under, I would have bet Tommy. Yeah, and that's why I bet Tommy um, before he teed off on Friday afternoon. I was like, we completely got this course wrong. It's not going to be 25. It's probably going to be like 15 to 18. And I'm going to over overexpose myself a little bit. We bet on – we hit Vic. We hit big on Brooks. I'm just going to bet it. And then to make matters worse, I didn't even care that Tommy lost and I, I lost the 10 grand. It was mostly just I had a fucking Scotty Scheffler ticket for this week at 120 to 1 with the Tommy parlay. Those parlays are nice. I've been doing it all year. I thought I had my third one. <laughs> yeah, they're good. Um, but whatever. Canadian Open was cool, I guess. Um, Hadwin got tackled. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, what a jackass that uh, security guy is. Huh? <laughs> what the fuck? What did he think up. was going to happen? <laughs> he must have thought it was a fan. I think he knew what was happening, but I think he just didn't think it was Hadwin. <laughs> the guy had champagne bottles. They yeah. had just given that, those things away at the fucking 
close to, to anybody. Yeah, that was really strange. Really strange. Um, but I get a spot in these in these uh, pictures behind me that we might want to add to. I don't know. Actually, I don't know if I'd even do that, but we'll see. Depends who wins. Depends who wins. He's definitely not doing it if that one guy wins. No, 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 no. <laughs> Um, yeah, nothing else on the Canadian, but I, I actually enjoyed the course for the most part that I've watched. Um, I know there's some quirky holes like 18, but overall, I mean, heavy rough. I thought it was a, I thought it was a decent test, right? Yeah, it wasn't bad. Um, it's not like, like TPC San Antonio where you just gotta hit the road. <laughs> like that course just blows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this this one, I think, um, it was a good course. I, I, I wish they were kind of staying at one place, but they're just going to a different course every single year now. Yeah. They're back in 2026, I think. Um, but I like these national opens. I'd love to see them do, if this deal with Live or whatever, um, the, the PIF goes through or whatever they do it, it'd be nice if they actually played a schedule where they could play all these different opens. Yeah. You know what? I never, like, it felt, I know the last few years, the Canadian Open has felt bigger than like when like it was like when DJ only showed up. Yeah. It didn't feel like a national open back then. Now the last no. couple of years it's felt like a national open. Not just this year with Taylor winning, but uh yeah, even like last year. year with Rory. But maybe that was because of the whole live thing it was uh that was the first week live started. Yep. That definitely had something to do with it. The only thing with that home open thing that I think people are kind of forgetting about is it's going to probably like Australian open is going to tee off at midnight. Yeah. They always in the PGA will find a way to fuck the Aussies anyways. Yeah, they will. Um, so, uh, anything and really so many unknowns with this PGA live merger. I don't know if we didn't have time to, uh, do a instant reaction pod last week, but you got anything on that? Yeah. Just my opinion that I've been formed over the last week or so that I think is pretty much, um, what it is and i tweeted the other day so some people maybe saw me say this but i think basically start this a couple of years ago um the saudi guy wanted to be part of golf he loves golf is you know really big into it there they've gotten into soccer already he wants to use the pif to get into professional golf jay says no won't pick up the phone um so he I think, you know, people say it would be one of the all-time coups if he he intentionally did it this way, like a, a Trojan horse. But I think he kind of did. I think he set it up. So basically, he put the PGA Tour in a position where they were so weak that they had to come to the negotiating table. So they said, all right, you don't want me to in the PGA Tour. I'm going to start my own. I'll use Norman, who's been trying to do this forever. Um, we'll get this thing off the ground. If it works, great. If it, it ends up being two separate things and we can't get the PJ tour. I think he would have been fine with that. But I think all along, he definitely had it in the back of his head that if we do this and we take some, some of the top players and we raise the purses so much, the guys in the PJ tour are going to complain. They're going to want the purses higher. So, and then we're also, also going to take them to court because they wouldn't let us in their event. So they drained their money two different ways. PJ tour had no money left. They were forced to go to the negotiating table. So I think he, um, you want to call it a hostile takeover instead of a merger. I think that would be a fair assessment too. Um, and he forced his way for a seat at the table. I think right now 
he's letting the PJ Tour use their spin machine to say, yeah. So Jay basically, Cole's Jimmy Dunn's full of shit. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, seems like it. Too. Yeah, I think he's full of shit. But I also think they were given the green light to present it that way. Yeah, I can agree. To, to not have all the players flip out and keep people on board and not have a complete mutiny. And I think the Saudis knew that was in their best interest for the PJ Tour not to have a mutiny. Um, and Jay will be the, and I, I'm sure that uh, Yasir doesn't want to have deal with that day-to-day bureaucracy bullshit anyway. So he said, all right, Jay, you can stay on and do all that. End of the day, though, the big decisions are mine. What we invest in is going to be uh, my decisions. Then the, everything big has to go through me because I'm the chairman. You report to me. But if you want to save face, say you're the head man, do all the little things you want to do, go for it. Yeah, that's what it seems like to me. I, and that's what it's always been like in corporate America. Like I worked for a corporate company and like when we got bought out, it was actually a merger, merger, but the company that took us runs the runs uh, runs the shots like yes yeah. it's final um but yeah yeah I, jimmy dunn's full of shit I, I honestly think he's full of shit yeah he is and it's almost like think of the bar stool thing too right pen buys a big chair bar stool they say it's we're still gonna be the same thing it's just a big i mean it's still gonna be what it always was a couple years later it's complete looks completely different everything's completely different it sucks yeah. ass now like I think it's gonna, it's gonna take a year or two for it to be completely different, but it will be different. Yeah, it will. And I think in the end of the day, the guy's gonna call the shots. He's the chairman of figurehead position, but I just don't think that's the case for with it's him. It's all about the money. It always has been. We've said that from day one. It's always about the money. Um, you can even see this with the DOJ stuff. You know what's gonna happen? Fucking Saudis are gonna grease those fucking wheels, baby, and get the deal's gonna go through. Those yep. politicians are gonna get kickbacks. Yep. Yeah, the deal is going to go through. Uh, Brandel thinks it's not going to. And it brings me back to the point, and I don't want to take a victory lap here, but I think us, you and I were more right on this than anyone because there are people who are very pro-live and like only pro-live, hate the PGA Tour. We were never in that camp. We always loved the PGA Tour. I barely even watched Live. You liked it a little bit, watched it, but it's not like we were all in on the Live product. All we said was, I'm not going to blame anyone for taking it because the first chance corporations do get a chance to fuck you over they'll do it so if you're gonna go take your money go take your money we still like the players and we said yeah saudis might not be the perfect person to invest but at the end of the day if you trace any any money back to these big corporations you're gonna not like what you find so we've made the deal we you know um the government obama's government sold weapons to saudi arabia we buy gas from them we have deals so many corporations in america have deals with them we're not saying that's a good thing but we're saying this decision's already been made for us. We can't be the only ones to say no. We can't do this when they've sold out a long time ago. Like, go- why is golf put on this pedestal when nothing else is? Exactly. Um, so, and and eventually everyone's going to come around to see the kind of I think kind of the same thing because now it's like, all right, you really don't like the Saudi money, then guess you're not watching the PGA Tour anymore, and they're not going to do that. So, um, and at first won- we were kind of on the fence about like whether these guys were actually competing. Uh, for actual golf tournaments, like like the, like on the PGA, and when we realized that they were, and they're still putting in all the hard work, we backed them. Mm-hmm. Like Brooks, like we saw Brooks. It wasn't just that we saw him at the Masters. We watched him to the the next two live events, and we, it was clear as day that he is still working his ass off. We followed Claude. Claude uh, echoed the same thing. Like, and it was just. To say the, those guys quit was just kind of stupid, in my opinion. 
yeah so we were never like anti-pga or like lives a better product we like the music we like the shotguns like none of that really mattered to me i just knew the players still cared about winning and we knew that the narrative that all the players who went there were washed up was bullshit. They're not going to compete in the majors is bullshit. Every narrative that was spun from the very beginning ended up being wrong. And we were on the other side of that. Um, yeah. doesn't mean I like live better than PGA. I love the PGA tour. I'll, I'll watch PGA tour ever live any day of the week, but I just have, I have no animosity towards live or any of those players. That's it. Right. So 75% of our crowd this week is going to be live players. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't, it wasn't the PGA and we won. So <laughs> Oh shit. <laughs> All right. I mean, there's so much to unpack with the um with the Saudi PIF and uh PGA Tour deal. I mean, we could talk for hours and hours. We're not going to do that here, but we got a major this week. LACC. Initial thoughts? Yeah, it looks pretty cool, I think. I think it's looks somewhat unique, not typically the um not typically the U.S. Open setup that we've, we've gotten used to. The USGA just, you know, you need to hit long and straight. I think it might be a little bit different than that. It's a, a par 70, 7,530 yards, so it is really long. But not your typical L.A. course where it's not going to be POA. It's Bermuda grass, grass rough, Bermuda grass fairways, bent grass greens. Fairways are pretty wide, um, a similar length to Augusta. Um, George C. Thomas Jr. designed the course in 1921. It was renovated by Gil Hans in 2010. Uh, so... And the only time we've really seen this course at the Walker Cup in 2017, but I think it's going to be set up much different to that. I don't think it's entirely relevant. And just so people know, 156 players in the field, only 60 get through to the weekend. So those who play DFS, it's going to be even tougher to get those six out of sixes. Not 60 this week, huh? Yeah. What are your thoughts on the course? Anything? Yeah, I'm having... Um... I think that Gus does a good comp we got. And I feel like it's got a little bit of Chambers Bay if it, if it bakes out. Um, I just, I'm having trouble. Like, is it going to be like a regular U.S. Open where the cream rises to the top? Or are we going to get other guys with that, that could potentially win like you get at a PGA? I think it will be cream rising to the top. But I think... In terms of, I think the only difference is typical U.S. Open, you'll get like the Rom, Scotties, Rory types, the guys who are elite with the driver, elite with the long irons. I think you get that this week too, but I also think it brings into play some guys who have some creative short games, like almost like Augusta, where you get like, um, yeah, mostly the long straight great drivers are going to play well, but you also got the Cam Smiths and the Sung Jays and the people with a good short game and the Hideki's and um, not that Hideki's not a good U.S. Open play either, but. Um, I think around the greens can be really important, and I think you got to be creative. I think you got to make be a shot maker. Okay, so yeah, I agree with all that. But I still, you need to be long, right? Still need to be long. I, I think if you're not long, you're gonna be. I think it's gonna be too firm and fast to go into these holes with such a long iron. Yeah. And they're saying you need to come in from the right side. From the correct That's what side. People are telling me, right? Yeah, yeah, and, the correct side. Yeah. Um, I didn't mean, yeah, I didn't mean right or left. I meant, uh, yeah, that's right. what it seems like. That's what it seems like. Okay. Do we know any courses that are B Bermuda fairways? I can't think of any with bent grass greens. I mean, I know the, a lot of the, I don't know. 
got to be some of the Florida courses, right? Yeah, but you've seen the video where they put the ball in the rough. Like, but then I saw another one today where, like, I think Jeff Shackelford shared it, where around the yeah. green he was dropping the ball. It wasn't as – it was almost like Augusta-like to me around the greens. Um, yes, yes. I think you need those low spinners. Um, I agree with that. I agree with that. But is it going to be tough to stop these, uh, stop the ball in these greens? Is it going to be so rock hard? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So I don't think it changes all that much besides like the only guys that I keep going back to are like Spieth and Cam. I think it brings into play. Whereas Cam, I would never usually want to back in a U.S. Open, nor would I want to back Spieth in a U.S. Open right now. You say, yeah, I'm never. The U.S. Opens, I would say Cam and Spieth don't have a chance, but it seems like they have a chance here, especially if you got the Augusta shit. Right. That's the only thing I think it really changes. I don't think it means they're going to win. I just think it means they have a shot. Yeah. This isn't going to be a putting contest, right? No. I don't All believe right. so. I hope not. Why would it be? I don't know. I don't know. No, it shouldn't be. Big, they're big greens. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to uh, be good at lag putting. Yep. It's another Augusta comp. Yeah, I think you could see a leaderboard similar to what we saw at the Masters a little bit. Um, but so a couple things. I, I was doing some research today. Since the PGA moved to May, the U.S. Open winner, um, they've all had top tens at the PGA. Mm-hmm. Um, even in 20, uh, 2020, when Bryson won in September, I think the PGA was in August. He was uh, T4 at Harding Park. Then 2019, when Woodland won, he was T8. 2021, when Rom won, he was T8 at the PGA. And last year, Fitz was, remember, he's in the final group, uh, fin- finished T5 before he won. So that leads us to the guys. I mean, if you, Playing the trend that leads us to basically Scotty Brooks, Vic, Rory, Cantlay, Rose. I think there was one other guy in there. Bryson Scheffler. Bryson. Yeah, I said Scotty. Okay. I, I think it's one of those guys. And winning. Cam. Cam is in there too. Yeah, I think someone in the top was it T nine there. I think one of those guys is the winner. Okay. It happens at almost every major, which like you look back at the previous one, whoever was kind of in the mix ends up winning that one. U.S. Open, at least. Yeah. All right, so we'll get into odds. I want to go down this list, and I was just wanted to tell me, I want you to, your opinion. Like, are they cross off? Can they win? Or can't they win? Okay. All right, you get Scotty at 7-1. to one. Yes. Rom, 10-1. to one. Yes. Brooks, 11-1. to one. Yes. Rory, 14 yeah. Yeah, you're going to say yes. Yeah, you sure? I mean, do I think he's going to win? No, but I'm not going to say he can't. What the fuck, dude? Every <laughs> Sunday now? This guy is just, what a fucking pussy-ass bitch that guy is. Oh, he he's the worst. He's been awful on Sundays. Like, whenever that narrative has started to, to happen, he usually has a good one, like a Canadian Open or something, but he's done nothing. Did you see that he, uh, he's now not doing uh, his interview at the U.S. Open? Yeah, I saw that. I don't <laughs> which know. I, which I guess you're allowed to do. Like, you can decline it. Yeah. Do I think he's going to win? No. I mean, do you want to say no on that one? 
Yeah, I do. I know okay, I'm crossing no. him off. I know. All right, crossing him off. Can't lay fourteen. Yeah, can win. I mean, Rory, he wasn't good. He had one good round. And there was a lot of putting too. I think he all putting, left. all putting yeah. uh, Thursday, Friday, and then he played really well Saturday. Give him that. But he's still drilling thirty footers. Even after Saturday, his stats weren't good. Yeah, he was gaining like one point two on approach or something. And like at Oak Hill, you could get away with it by spraying it way right, way left, which he can do. And he's still one of the best drivers of the ball. If this, if you're, if you're way offline, like it was almost advantage at Oak Hill to be way offline than to just be like five feet mm-hmm. into the rough, you know, because of the it's trampled down. There's not a lot of trees, all that shit. You get way off, you're in like a fucking bush here, and you're in that Barranca shit. Yeah, but I'm crossing him off, but I mean. He's probably going to finish eighth. Yeah. Right? Yep. He he led, I think, last weekend off the tee. Did he? Yeah. I mean, he's going to finish eighth. There's no doubt in my mind he finishes eighth. Okay. <laughs> uh, Cantley. He can win. Yes, he can. X. Yeah. He can win? I mean, his U.S. Open record is crazy. He's a California guy. I'm not going to say no. He can win. Okay. Vic. Yep. Okay. Cam Smith. Yes. Max Homa. No. Do you regret not having a 50 to 1 ticket on him? No, I wouldn't take it today if you gave it to me. Same. Yeah, I love that stance. I'd say no thanks. Spieth, 28. Yeah, I'll say yeah, because the way we're viewing yeah. the course. Hatton. No. Fitz. No. Dustin Johnson. Yes. Morikawa. No. Why? I just don't think he's playing well enough. He's starting to hit it good. No. Approach but if you look at creative, like, I don't know. It doesn't seem like the right place for him either. No, he's like, hit it here, hit it there, hit it there. He's not really shaping shots. I think a typical U.S. Open, he'd be better. Yeah. His results right, are pretty good in U.S. Opens, too. Do like five more here. Fino. No, not right now. He's not playing well enough. Tommy's 40 to 1. Tommy. Jesus. Uh, I think I could picture him winning. I'm, I've not been at 40 to 1, but you I think he can. You can't win. You can't win, dick. <laughs> There's yeah, one event know. he can win. The Valspar? Or the Honda? The Open. Oh. The, open. <laughs> the Open, okay. Um, Hideki. Yes. Bryson. Oh, yeah. He, he still believe it. Not only can he win, he will win. Okay. And then last but not least, Justin Thomas. No. No. Okay. All right. Top of the board. Scotty, Ron Brooks. The clear-cut three guys, right? I don't even think it's close. Yep. So we do have a, a 40 to one on Brooks from a couple of months ago. I know some people have it here. I don't know when we said it, who we said it to. I don't know, but I know people have DM me saying we got that Brooks 40. What else do we have? So I know <laughs> we have said it at some point. Yeah. Um, with that being said, I don't think he's going to win. I know you, you're a little higher on it than me. I'm really high on it. I think he can win. I think this is the one guy that can reel off back-to-back majors. Um, and I wouldn't be shocked. But would I bet an 11 to 1 today? No, I would not. No. 
but I'm glad I don't have I don't have to worry about him. I got a 40 to one on him. Bet it pretty good too. I mean, look at his U.S. Open: first, first, second, fourth. Remember, and two of those are in uh, California, which he does not like. Um, and this is Bermuda, which is not yeah. typical for California. Most of the stuff's usually Papoa and the Kikuya. This is all Bermuda. Yeah, good. So he had a fourth at Torrey in 21. He had a second at Pebble 2019. You wouldn't think Pebble's a course for him, but he just comes out and produces. Mm -hmm. Here, a lot of people say Shinnecock's kind of a comp with how it's all baked out and stuff like that. Get the ball rolling. Obviously, won Shinnecock. Um, and then he won Aaron Hills. If you're looking at, if you think this is going to turn into over 10 under, you type US Open. Aaron Hills was one of those. Mm hmm. Yeah, all those great points. Um, could he do it? Absolutely. I'm just a little like for me, it's like even at the PGA, did I? I didn't feel like he was even playing all that well. He's just mentally tougher and better than everybody. Like I, that's stat, why. Yeah, that's stats why. are okay. Gain like I think gain like four on approach, four off the tee, four Six. on the green. Yeah, I mean, it didn't seem like he was completely dominant in the way he was playing. He just is just better at managing the course, which, to your point, means that he probably could do it here. Um, do I like this course set up as much for him? I think a lot of things set up perfectly why I liked him so much at the PGA. The Northeast, how good he's been there. I know he's been okay in California, but that felt like the perfect storm to me of Brooks winning the thing. Now, can he win this week? Sure. Um, yeah, he had the chip on the shoulder from Augusta and Fallon there. Played that up pretty good. Yeah. Like, I think he'll be around. I don't think he's going to suck or anything. I just think... Right, it's tough to win back-to-back -back majors. I get that. Yeah. I think he'll be there, though. Yeah, he probably will. Like, he'll be lurking. Like, oh, you know, yeah. Brooks is three back. Like, I think it'll be something like that. He'll end up finishing, like, seventh or eighth. Kind of like how, like, Scotty was at the first two majors. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. All right. People aren't going to like this, but let's let's hear it. <laughs> Let me start by saying this. I This brings me no joy. <laughs> I don't want to do this. I do not want to do it at all. I, I hate this guy. Um, but you and I have agreed over the last few weeks, things are lining up to where it looks like Scotty Scheffler is going to win. Yep. I don't want to bet the favorite. We haven't bet the favorite. Any of these things was Ron the favorite of the masters. Yes. No, okay, so Scotty was, they were kind of like nine and 10. Yeah. So we've hit four of the last five majors. Um, you want to say Ron was like a co-favorite, but it's not like we're betting, we're betting the favorites in these things. Uh, I just think the way he's playing right now reminds me a lot of when Ron run Torrey. It's too obvious. It makes too much sense. The numbers are so dominant that I can't not turn my eye to this and say, I'm going to bet somebody else. I just can't. These T to green numbers are just, I mean, we talked about this last week, just wild. 20.7 at Memorial, 15 at Charles Schwab. 15.3 at PGA, 10.6 at Byron Nelson, 9.2 at Heritage. I mean, he's the guy that has the most control of his golf ball yeah. off the tee and approach. Like, it's not even close. And I feel like you're going to have to hit your spots. Like, and he's going to be able to put it to where it needs to be better than anybody. And yeah, the putting's a major concern. But around the green isn't. He's basically... A way, way better version of Cam Smith and Jordan Spieth here. Let me tell you this. Th Besides so, the putting. I remember one time texting you saying, 
this is the best any player has ever rated out at any course. The other time I said that was John Rahm in Mexico and the field was bad, but I was like, he just rate like, I'm just looking at the numbers. Cause I can hover. Like when I do my preview, I do not only who's first in the category, but how many strokes they're gaining against the field. This is the most lopsided first that I think I've ever seen in any of any of these previews I've, I've written. Um, he is, it's the, it's the best any player has, has ever rated out in any of my previews. So 24 rounds, last 24 rounds, he's first in approach, second off the tee, first around the green, first proximity from 175 plus. Um, all the things that we're really looking at here. Talk about around the green, how important that could be. If you look at him around the green, and I, I knew he was good around the green, but he is lapping the field, lapping the field. And there's some good around the green players here. So he is first. And let me let me just give you the number of what he is. Um, Damn, looking at T to green too about the players. He was seventeen point two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and I like too that he hasn't won recently. Like, yeah, he should have won so many more times. Third, third, second, fifth, last four. Hasn't finished worse than twelfth this calendar year. Yeah. Hasn't finished outside the top twelve. Since October. It's insane. Um, and like I said, it won't be going on the picture on the wall. I don't want it. pains me to do this. I don't want him to win the US Open. I just feel like he is. Okay, around the green, he's first, 18.2. Second is Cooch at 14.5. Um, off the tee, Cantley's 29.2. He's 29.1. Third is all the way down to 18. Wow. Uh, approach, he's at 40.6. Second is Ram at 36. Third is Wyndham Clark all the way down to 26. So he's 14 shots better than the third place guy in his last 24 rounds. Um, proximity. 23.5. Uh, then it's 21, 19. So uh, I just think um, it's unavoidable. It is unavoidable. I hate it. And the number of fucking blows, man. You like you have to fucking lay a fucking whacker. You do, which I have no problem doing. I have no problem doing it either. And I've and I've been trying to parlay things. I had I really thought I had it all in the bag last night. If Tommy could have just fucking made uh oh there's Brooksy walking uh live on uh at the US Open. Um if Tommy could just have won there, I would have been it would have been golden. So, have you already bet Scheffler? Yeah. At seven? Well, would you parlay it? I had it in a parlay, but also the DraftKings uh, VIP reached out to me today um, and just said for all the great things I do for the community, they uh, gave me a 100% profit boost. Um, so, I got him at 13 there. I was able to put 500 on that. So, that gives me a little piece. I will be betting. Actually, I have bet pieces at seven i'll bet more at seven i'm gonna get as many different sites as many different bets as i'll max out every site i'll tell you that well, some of the sites are going down to 650 i'll max out every one of them at I have five or six yep i five, i'm just maxing out on all of them i mean sometimes getting better number on like the, the DraftKings one i got a better number so it's all going to even out end of the day every site that i have will be i'll, I'll have a max wager on scotty i feel like a dirty rat 
No, it doesn't feel good. I don't, I'm not proud of this. I fucking hate his face so much. So fucking much, man. It's like, it's like, you know, sometimes you rub one out and afterwards you're like, ah, that video was a little questionable. Like, yeah. wasn't my, <laughs> not my proudest tug, but and that's how, <laughs> that's how I feel about this. Like, I don't feel great about it. And afterwards, even if I win, I'll say, yeah. yeah, I'll find no joy in it. No joy. But I'll still cash the, cash the ticket and keep the cash. It's a good comparison. I've been there many a times. Yes. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't, going into this is, isn't what I thought I was going to choose to uh, to end this thing to. But hey, we went there. <laughs> yeah, and it is what it is. Uh, we the wow. guy, one of the guys we love will win the open. I think that Vic's going to win the open. It'll be a great time. This will be like, you know, doing your duty. All right. Anything else on Scotty? Why couldn't uh, this guy just be a, a different player? Like, why couldn't this just be Rom? <laughs> what I know. What do you think about Rom this week, anyway? Yeah, I was going to ask you that. You're the Rom whisperer. Um, yeah, he can play well, I guess. Like, he, he he was really good at approach. Like, really, really good at approach. But that memorial. you get the California thing. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he can definitely win. Definitely win. He can. Is he playing? He's playing good. I don't think he's playing great enough where I'm going to bet him at 10 to 1. Does he have a better chance to win this or uh, the Open? I think probably the same. Yeah. And he's, he's a great U.S. Open player. He'll be he'll win four U.S. Opens by the time it's all said and done, I think. So it wouldn't shock me. Yeah. I mean, Scotty's sneaky good at U.S. Open, too. Second and seventh, last two. So he has all the things, right? He has the the recent major form. He has the U.S. Open form. He has the current form. Yeah, I would put Scotty in the same uh, category type of player as we always talk about: Brooks, Bryson, DJ, Rom, U.S. Open guys. Mm-hmm. Scotty's in there. Yes, and he was making those eight, ten foot par putts a lot when he was winning. And I know he's not making them lately, but. Is the putting thing, it's bad. It is definitely bad. But it has been overblown a little bit. Well, the last two weeks have been, like, yeah, horrific. Prior to that, if he could just... At the PGA? He gained 1.5. It's been two events where the putting's been bad. I mean, it hasn't been good. It's just been mediocre. And all That's all it needs to be. Like, look at players, 0.1. Do that tee to green. What do you win by? Five, six shots? Yeah. Waste. He gained four. One easily. Right. If this guy gains two strokes putting, he's going to win by a few shots, I think. Yeah, I agree. Sorry, fellas. We didn't want to be here, but we're here. Yeah. I mean, I hate making you guys bet a seven to one, but. Yep. If we think he's going to win, we think he's going to win. We don't bet guys we don't think you are going to win. So, All right. All right. Um, yep. We already kind of already – anything else on Rory? No. He's a bitch. Okay. Can't lay 14. I mean, that's just a horrific number. We had – we we kind of pegged can't lay for a while here, but he just – he's going to pop in every model. He just doesn't do it. You know what I mean? He just he just has no balls. He's never 
he hasn't hit a meaningful major shot in like five years. Yeah, since the Masters when Tiger won is the only one I, I can know remember. he's playing. I know he's playing better in these majors, but it hasn't like he, he's like backdooring top tens. Yep. If it was a typical situation where like none of the top three were playing enough where you want to back him at seven, eight to one, he'd be the next guy I'd go to. But I can't. I mean, you think Scotty at seven isn't good, but I mean, Cantley at fourteen is shit. Terrific. I'm never betting that. I got. I thought it was going to be 20, and then 18. I was like, all right, I guess we'll have to swallow an 18 on this thing. 14, yeah. I never thought it would be. And can, I do think he can win, and I do have faith in him long term. I've been saying this major after major, and we've been betting at him at a lot of these majors, but it makes the choice easier, the fact that he's 14 to 1. Right. I've seen Xander as high as 20. He's done Open. everything at a U.S. Open except win. California, anything there, you know, it's not x guys i think we not... can't we can't bet any of these guys if we're betting scotty and we already have a couple guys down the board so yeah i mean no i i, th- I don't i don't view him as a winner it takes a little big balls to win a u.s open i don't think he has them um would it shock me not really just because he's been so good at u.s open but we talked about this not really being a typical california poa west coast seems a little different than that uh, i don't think that helps him yeah remember Tory? everyone said he's gonna win yeah, a lot of pressure on him because that was his actual home city. Could he play well? Sure. I'm just not going to be a part of it. And if he wins, I won't second guess it. I nothing. I'll accept it. Yeah. All right. You got Hovland. Okay. He's up to 18 on DraftKings, but I've seen him at like 14. That's a horrific number. 18 is, I guess, but I'm just full fading Vic. I'm, and if he wins, I'll be happy for him. But you know what? All right, we got our Vic win two weeks ago or last week. And we're pegging him for um, the Open. So if he wins this week, our Open bet's probably fucked. So we're just going to we're just gonna full fade him. There's nothing he can do. Yeah. I don't think he's going to win. The, he does fit a lot of these trends. You're looking at the guys who have been really close in the last two majors, the way he's playing. You saw Rom, who, won, who pretty much won Memorial before the COVID police took him. Um, and then go and win the U.S. Open. He fits in many, many ways. And would it surprise me if he won? No. But I don't think he's going to. It doesn't feel like the best in the course in the world for him. No, he's not a huge strategic guy. <laughs> yeah. I know it's been gotten better lately. But, yeah, I mean, if you bet him at 25 a month ago, I think that's a good, really solid bet. But 18, I, even if I had a blank card, I would not be betting him at 18 to 1. Yeah. Same. All right. Um, okay, that's everybody below 20. Then you got a big jump to uh, Weasel, 25 now. Was 35. If Yeah, if I wasn't betting Scotty, he would be on my card. Same. So if you don't bet Scotty, I would go Cam. Me too. Yep. You can go Cam Spieth or... You can go anybody. Cam X if you really like X. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, Homa, Spieth, 28. Homa, and Homa can go to hell. Yeah, terrible. Um, I don't care. Um, Spieth, yeah. I mean, I feel like before every major, people talk their way into thinking like why he might be a okay pick. <laughs> he is playing good golf, though. 
He is, besides the Texas event, but right. <laughs> and that injury thing, I don't know. I just drove it well at Memorial too. He did. Yeah. Could he be there? Yeah, sure. All right, she she could. I don't think it's a bad bet uh, if you're refused to pay seven to one for a guy. But I, if even if I had a blind card, I probably wouldn't bet it. Yeah, I mean we can't bet these guys after betting Scotty. So, um. All right, that leads us to our next bet is DJ. We bet it a while ago. Number's basically the same. 35. We, bet 30, we think we bet 33. It's 35 now. Thoughts? I'm concerned about him. Yeah. I don't think I'd be, if I, if I didn't, you know what? I'm not going to say I regret the future because we took, basically just took DJ and Brooks everywhere in 35 and 40. And it's like, fuck it. I think these guys are going to be back. All right. And it so it worked out fine. And if if I have to burn five hundred bucks, sure, I'll burn. I don't give a fuck. So it is what it is. If I had a blank card, would I be betting him? I don't think so. What's a better bet, him at thirty five or JT at fifty? I personally would be betting DJ at thirty five over JT at fifty. I just don't think I can't see JT winning. But there is a world where DJ could win. Yeah, I think there is. A, I mean, if he shows up and he's DJ, he's one of the best US Open players of the generation. Yeah. I agree with that. And he's shown glimpses of it. He won Tulsa. But just hasn't been consistent. Yep. Even in I, Tulsa, he wasn't consistent. I trust him to come and play decently and have a couple of good rounds. I just don't think he can put four together in such a difficult setup. He's still leading birdies on live, right? Yeah. On the top three, it's like him, Brooks, and who else? Cam, maybe? Cam. Yeah. Yeah, I actually, if I wasn't betting Scotty, I'd definitely be on Cam Smith. I think he's playing some great golf right now. Has been for a while. Took him a while to get going, but he's playing really well now. Uh, DJ, DJ is just, he makes a ton of birdies, but he's just making a lot of bogeys as well. Yeah, I love Cam a lot this week too. I'll be peppering him on DK. I'll be going Scotty Cam in many, many lineups. Um, Actually, if I didn't go Scotty, I'd go Cam Decky. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, I just didn't want to spoil it, but yeah, Cam and Decky would, would be my card instead of um instead of Scotty. Uh, but I just think Scotty has a better chance to win than both of them combined. Not that yeah. either of them can't win, but that's just what I think. All right, so give me Decky. I mean Decky, I, I he seems perfect for this course, right? He, you got the Augusta comp; he's been good there. He's been good in LA. He was good at Torrey at the U.S. Open there. Um, good in California. Uh, his stats, I mean, he, he sucked at Memorial over the weekend, but he still got to the position he was in. Right. I, he's been a good U.S. Open player. Fourth at Brookline last year. Um, yeah, he's never finished. He's made the cut the last six years, and that didn't, it didn't finish worse than 26th. Yeah, really good U.S. Open player. Um, I like him in this region. For sure. Just a lot of things I like about him. I think he's, it was a good chance. Um, I like that it's not, I mean, for the fact that we're not going to be betting him, I like him better on, well, he's, a, it is his bent grass, right? Yep. He has been great on Bermuda courses overall, I don't think. Yeah. Okay. We're not betting him, so, but I, I, I do like him a lot. Yeah, I love him. Uh, I think he's a good chance. All these Englishmen are just overpriced, dude. Like Hatton, 30, Fitz. I guess Fitz is 
priced correctly. Fleetwood 40, Rose 40. Like, what the fuck? No, you can't bet those to win. That's crazy. Finau 40, finally priced correctly, but he's not really playing good. He's playing like shit. Yeah, since his win. Look at him recently. It's horrible. Yeah. Uh, Tommy at 40 to 1. You know what? If my guy isn't going to win, I'll root for him to win and not feel a slightest bit of regret. Right. I'm not betting him at 40 to 1. I don't care. Last week, I had some regret. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bryson, 45. We bet a 65. Pretty sure everybody got on it because we've been talking about it for a month. What do you make of his chances now that you know a little bit about the course? I liked him better before I knew about the course. Um, Because of the the undulating fairways and shit like that? Yeah. He hasn't been as good on those uneven lies. You were hoping it was more... uh, But is that... Is that like two years two years ago, Bryson? Or what about prior that like when he it's was hard, like an amateur? It's hard, to, <laughs> it's hard to keep up with all the changes of Bryson, but I'm not saying it, I I don't like him. I still like him a lot. Um if I had a blank card, I think I'd still bet the forty or forty five. Uh but we we're playing we said, a ceiling game with Bryson, you know? Like his ceiling is he's as good as these top guys. Yeah, and he, he fits the mold of somebody who finished in the top five at the last major which is really important i thought he showed a lot of positive things the last major and then after that it's not like he started playing like shit again he started playing pretty good on live get back-to-back top tens there um which isn't the best but i don't really care about that that much um he just shows that he's beginning to play well he gained 7.5 strokes off the tee at the pga which was best by a mile second with scotty at 5.9 so off the tee just looks great. He dialed it back a tiny bit. He's still incredibly long, but he's seemed to be hitting much more fairways. And every time he made a bad mistake and made a bogey, he always bounced back. He never let it snowball to more mistakes, which I thought was the, be- the best sign. Yeah, for sure. He's pretty good on the West Coast. Yeah, I mean, California guy, um, I know he's, he's, he's kind of far away, which someone decided to chirp me about. I don't give a fuck about that. Um, but... I just picture him winning a mate, winning a U.S. Open at Los Angeles Country Club. Like that wouldn't, if you told me Bryce would win a, a U.S. Open at LACC, I would feel like that makes the most sense of. And again, people thinking that because he went to live and he played bad for a year and a half that he sucks at golf now. When he's a 29 years old and won a major, has won 10 PGA Tour events, and was one of the best amateurs, uh, highest rated amateurs coming out. Like, you're a fucking idiot. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Washed up loser, he sucks. He's fucking 29 and he just had a top five in a major. Yeah, he was going through some stuff for a year. He had a wrist injury, happens to everybody, happened to JT. It happens to everybody. He didn't know if he was gonna, if he was gonna continue to be chubby or if he was gonna get back to being his athletic self. Like, it just took a while. He's an elite player. He is. I agree. I love Bryson with a passion. You guys can make fun of me all you want. You guys can make fun of me all you want. I know he's super cringe. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) I'm a Bryson guy. I'll die for him if I have to. Um, All right. Um, I guess the only other one to talk about that stood out here is Justin Thomas and Ricky Fowler are both priced at 50 to 1. (laughs) Who's more likely to win? JT. Is he? Yeah, I mean, he could turn it on and be JT, I guess. I don't, I I'm not. Gonna, I was gonna say Ricky. <laughs> Ricky's not winning shit, man. Okay, 
I'll rephrase the question. Who is most likely to come in 15th? Ricky. Yeah. Um, okay. Any, any, anybody else here? Like Day's 50? No. Lowry, 60? No. All right, you got Reed? We, I mean, we told you the nine guys who could win, and those are the guys. Okay. We did bet somebody at 250 to one. <laughs> To I'm trigger sorry. Only. Sorry. It's another live guy. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think it's a wicked disrespectful number. He should be 100 to 1, man. Sergio? Sergio. He <laughs> got a 250 on FanDuel. I'm like, what? It's 180 on, uh, or it's 200 on DraftKings. Yeah, it is disrespectful. He's not winning, but. He's not, but I don't know. Like, he threw $50 on I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I like him on DraftKings. I don't. No one's going to play him. I don't know. Everyone thinks he sucks. I don't think he sucks that bad. He's only forty three. He's still a pretty good ball striker. No, he's definitely not going to win. But yeah, I don't think he sucks. I think it was a pretty good sign that he went and qualified. Don't you? Yeah. Yeah. My only concern with him has been, does he give a fuck? I think he gives a fuck about the U.S. Open, doesn't he? Well, if he didn't, why would he go and qualify? Exactly. This so should set up really well for him, actually, the course. It should. Yeah. I like it. I'm not just <laughs> bullshitting you because you're a Sergio guy. I really like it. I like it, too. I'm going to be playing him on DraftKings, so <laughs> fuck everybody. I'm gonna, if he somehow was to win, I'd be going on the biggest fuck you tour you'll, <laughs> you'd ever see. You guys see my DMs for Sergio. <laughs> yeah. Anything my fucking new? boy. Not not since he said I gotta smell like breakfast tacos to get a fireball shirt. What? I showed you that. Oh yeah. I saw him speaking Spanish the other day on Instagram. He seems happy. Yeah. He's he's decked out in fireballs gear. I like the yellow shirt, red hat combo. For the fireball. He was wearing a red shirt that I saw. Speaking Spanish. Had that Spanish flag going. Yeah. He's all El Capitan of Fireballs. Like, all right. Man, I'll, I fucking love Sergio. Can't wait to write that book. It's going to be a while, though. <laughs> all right. What else? Uh, Who do you think is winning? Do you, do you really think Scotty's winning? I mean, my official pick is Bryson. Wow. I think we got our bases covered with Scotty and Brooks. I really think it's going to come down to those two guys. That's my opinion. Then if Bryson's around, he'll he could win. Yeah, it's just getting Bryson around. You'll know early. Yeah, if he's in the mix, he'll be in the mix late. I I think that I just really think the PJ just getting those feet wet again was big for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he 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 wants to talk about someone who wants to send a message. Man, he's fucking he is a chip on his shoulder this week. I hope so. And he mentioned this the Gil Hans design. He designed Wingfoot, so. So when did Gil Hans come in? 2010. Okay. That Walker Cup team that they had here in 2017, Scotty, Scotty sat in the singles. They pounded the ass. Days. I think it's one of the most lopsided Walker Cups ever. That team was fucking stacked. Yeah. Like Morikawa, Doug Gim, uh, Burns, Scotty. There's somebody else on it. That was good. 
Um, yeah, I don't think it's going to be all that relevant, but no, 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 no. But yeah, Scotty Putz, he wins, I think. Like, yeah, if he gains two, he wins. Like, when people, people ask my official pick, like, I'm allowed to have two if one of them is 65 to one, right? But I'm going to say Bryce is my official pick. If Scotty's Putz is going to be there, yeah, obviously, but Bryson, I think I. Telling you, man, I think he's gonna win. If Bryson was to win the open, it's gonna be something. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. Well, if, if Bryson wins this, not only will I win a fuckload of money, I'll also have an open ticket on Hovland at the at the open to win a hundred and three thousand dollars. Yeah, and I think everybody else will too. It's pretty sure multiple people. Fuck, I know multiple people followed you. I do just too. Be, just because someone said to me, it's like, oh, I had to bet that everyone on Twitter was talking about it. It's like, how many fucking people bet to win a hundred grand this bet? <laughs> Would imagine that. <laughs> That's why I want Bryson to win so bad. I just want. I just. I just want to sniff. <laughs> Talk about that sweat. Oh man, going into that week, I think that'd be wild. Uh, to cancel all activities. And then imagine if Vic got in the mix. And then that'd be a sweat like no other man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm... And if he lost it in like horrific fashion, oh man, that would be bad. <laughs> you definitely have to hedge out at that at some point, but <laughs> we will put DraftKings out of business. Yeah. Oh man. I might put him out of business anyway. Is this kind of weird that we're going all live every fucking major now? We get Scott. He's not a live guy, so yeah, we get the top PGA guy. But actually, the Open we're not going to have live guys. No, not yet. I already bet DJ actually. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit! All right, what else? Anything? Nah, I got nothing else. We can maybe we maybe we'll do a live thing on Wednesday. We'll see what see what the people what the people want. Yeah, you get a parlay that we can put in to juice Scotty up. I like the San Francisco Giants tonight. If you want to get him there, up to still not very good, and then put the Nuggets in there too. That gets it what seventeen to one. Seventeen to one. Nuggets money line, Giants money line, and Scotty. That fucking blows. For those of you who bet small, um, there is a plus three hundred odd boost on DraftKings up to fifty dollars. Up to fifty? I got up to fucking twenty. Why am I getting shafted on these boosts? <laughs> it was a twenty dollar fucking. <laughs> what the fuck? You got a fifty? I think it was up to fifty. Yeah. I get a call, DraftKings. You do. I don't know why they're giving me all this shit. They're not giving you anything. You have like a hundred thousand dollars on there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> the guy, the guy called me too. He's like, um. What's your favorite sports teams like so we can send you tickets? Really? Yeah. What'd you tell him? I said, uh, uh, I'd like to go to Yankee Stadium. Are you betting big on there or something? I don't know. No bigger than you. Bizarre. All right. All right. Well, Bryson wins. Uh, Scotty wins. It's all good, man. Again, I just want to reiterate. I don't want this to happen. It just has to happen. Yep. We're sorry in advance, but thank us later on Sunday, Sunday night. <laughs> yep. 
All right, let's get another one. Later. Five out of six. Just tap it in. Just tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room.